John chapter 8, verse 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are here bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus answered, Even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true, for I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I come from or where I'm going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. They said to him, therefore, Where is your father? Jesus answered, Well, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple. But no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. May God bless to us this reading from his holy word. One of the interesting things about John's gospel is how Jesus in John's gospel really says some amazingly radical things. And you really get a hint of how radical uh, what Jesus said was at the end of that passage when it said that he, he said all these things, but no one arrested him for his time had not come. I mean, think about it. If I was going around and I'm saying, hey, y'all, I'm the light of the world. And, uh, and, you know, if you really knew my father, you would know me. I mean, most of you would be calling, you know, at, at probably at least NHS 111, say, hey, how do you know if somebody's psychotic, crazy, needs to be institutionalized? You know, because these kinds of things were not things that people normally said. They were quite radical. And we're looking at all these statements that Jesus made, and every single one of these statements is very, very radical, uh, but very important in understanding who Jesus is. Now, we know here in the UK, we know the importance of natural light. It's not like this light. I mean, we know the importance of light in general, but there's something important about natural light. Uh, every year, about this time of the year, many uh, people in the UK come down with what's called SAD, the Seasonal Affective Disorder. And it's, it makes people more depressed, more discouraged. People struggle to get on with life. And it's understood that the primary cause of SAD is not enough sunlight. We need to have sunlight. And Jesus, when he's saying here that I am the light of the world or I am the light of life, Jesus is saying essentially that he is like sunlight. He is like natural light. He was not saying, in a, in a sense, that he's just the candle. You know, he talks about in the Sermon on the Mount how, you know, if you light a candle, you don't put it under a bushel. And he's referring to us in that because we are, if we're followers of Jesus, we are lit by the natural light of Jesus, but Jesus is not like a candle. You know, he's not like the switch that we switch on. Jesus is effectively comparing himself to the natural light of the sun, and in a sense saying, if you go by any other light, the light of your own understanding, the light of Buddha, the light of 
uh, Krishna, Hinduism, the light of anyone else, even the light of Moses, he's saying here, you're going by artificial light. You're not going by natural light. And he says, I am the light of the world. I am the light of life. And so la like last week, let's compare, let's think a little bit about natural light and how important it is and what this might suggest to us about Jesus. First thing we know is that natural light emits the full spectrum of light. All the colors possible are in natural light. And every other form of light is incomplete. This light that we have over us, it emphasizes, I think it emphasizes reds, uh, and you can see that in some of this more than blues. Uh, it doesn't contain the full spectrum of light. Uh, people try, and we've got some really amazing lighting that's available today, but none of it is as full spectrum as natural light is. And Jesus is essentially saying here, when he says that he is the light of the world, he's saying that he is the only one that gives the full spectrum of reality. He is the only one who contains everything. You know, we might say that uh, in Judaism that there's some light that it gives because there's truth in it, but it's not. It's just a part of light. It's not the full spectrum of light. So Jesus is stating here that he is in himself in terms of our spirituality, in terms of who we are, in terms of reality. He is the only one that is the full spectrum of light for us. The second thing we, we know about natural light, and I just referred to it earlier, is that natural light is essential to live as a healthy person. Natural light is essential to live as a healthy person. And we're only really beginning to understand the significance of this. I mean, already we know that natural light, sunlight, is what produces vitamin D. And that's why we need to be out in the sunlight, or we're going to have to take vitamin D supplements because we could get very sick. Another thing about natural light is we know now that it regulates our cortisol, uh, that, that stress hormone, and our melatonin, the, the sleep hormone, giving us the healthy metabolism and healthy rhythms in, light, in life. And so if we spend time in natural light, that will help us to have that, that healthy rhythm. Also, we understand that natural light boosts our immune system and makes us stronger in ourselves. And so Jesus, when he's saying that he is the light of the world, he is saying that he is the one who is essential for us to live as full, healthy human beings. That we cannot really understand the fullness of life, the fullness of what it means to live as a healthy, whole person outside of a relationship with Jesus Christ, a relationship with himself. And it's interesting, if you think about it, you know, Jesus is the, the one who, if we live in relationship with him, that helps regulate our lives. He'll lead us into, a, you know, times of prayer, times of engagement. I mean, it's interesting how he does that. Uh, a relationship with Jesus also helps boost our spiritual immune system so that we can resist the world, the flesh, and the devil and all the things that try to encroach upon us and attack us. And so Jesus, as the light of the world, is the one essential for us. We have to be in his presence. We have to live in his reality in relationship with him, just like we have to live in relationship with the Son 
if we're going to be healthy, well-rounded people. A third benefit of natural light is that natural light helps us to see the way things truly are. I was watching uh, an advert for a program, and I wish I could name the program. It was, it was about art and things like that. And, and in one of, the, uh, uh, one of the clips on the advert, an artist had uh, prepared a painting on a wall, and he'd shown a light on it. And when the light was shining on it, you really couldn't see what was there. It almost looked like a solid color. But simply by taking the lamp and moving it down, suddenly you could see the fullness of the colors and the designs that were there. Natural light helps us to see the way things really are. It doesn't disguise things. It reveals things. Uh, it's one of the reasons that sometimes people don't want to be in natural light. You know, because we're in natural light, you know, they'll, they'll see all my blemishes. They'll see all my problems, my struggles. You know, and so we don't want to be exposed to that. But natural light is essential. It reveals to us what's really real. We do not see reality outside of the natural light that Jesus supplies. Without natural light, you might think that that, that uh, without the light of Jesus, you might think that that uh, conflict you're having with a coworker uh, is because you're having a personality clash. But actually, if you turn on the light of Jesus into that situation, you might understand that your coworker has been, been demonically motivated, has been demonically attacked. And if you respond to the person as if it's a conflict between two people, then you'll lose. But if by the light of Jesus, you see the reality, it means you can come to your coworker in a different way. You can pray against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places that Paul tells us we struggle against in Ephesians 6. You can pray against that while at the same time loving your coworker in a way that might actually open their spirit to having a better relationship. And that can only happen when we shine the natural light of Jesus, when we're living in the natural light of Jesus and allowing him to expose the thing. The other dynamic about natural light, and it's one of the things I really love, is that natural light enables us to see true beauty. Natural light enables to see us to see what is really awesome and extraordinary. I love up on the Isle of Lewis, there are times when late in the day when the sun is going down and the natural light of the sun, that just the quality of the light, it just reveals something. It's almost something you don't see during the rest of the time, but all of a sudden you realize how extraordinarily beautiful the place is. And that happens because of the quality of natural light. And only when we're living in relationship with Jesus do we see the true beauty that God has put in us but also we see the true beauty that God has put in others and God has put in this world around us. Without that light, many times what seems to be beautiful is actually quite ugly. Some of the sin that people seem to relish when natural light becomes very ugly, but without natural light might seem to be falsely beautiful. And so we need the natural light of Jesus to help us to see the way things truly, truly are. 
And the fourth dynamic of natural light is that natural light helps us to travel well. Uh, as, as you know, Karen and I love going up in Scotland. I love driving the curvy roads on mainland Scotland, looking at the beautiful mountains and things like that. Uh, I like going through Glencoe. If you've ever driven through Glencoe, it really is quite extraordinary, an extraordinary place to drive through. But uh, one of the things that I learned is that it's much more pleasant to drive through Glencoe when the sun is shining than it is in the dark of winter and it's snowing. Because in the dark of winter when it's snowing and you're driving through Glencoe, and I've done that, you can only see about 10 feet in front of you. And it changes the way you drive. And that curve in the road that normally you would have seen, oh, a half a mile away, suddenly is upon you. And you think, oh, God, save me and preserve me. Uh, so we need natural light. Natural light helps us to travel well. It helps us to see where we are. It helps us to see where we're going and it helps us not to stumble. And when Jesus says, I am the light of the world, he's saying that about us as well. When we're in relationship with Jesus, it really helps us to see where we are. A lot of times, uh, I've talked to Christians who, some Christians have, that I've talked to have thought, well, you know, like I'm God's gift to humanity. Uh, you've probably never met somebody like that. I've met a few over the years, thankfully not a ton of them, and none of you. Uh, are that way, so I, you know, I'm, I'm really glad. Uh, but uh, but actually, when you see them in the light of Jesus, you realize how immature they actually are. At the same time, and this is much more common, I've talked to Christians who are like, "Oh, I'm not really that good of a Christian. I'm not really that strong. I don't really have my life together." But actually, when you shine the light of Jesus in them. If they'd only see themselves by Jesus, they would see that they are so much more than what they perceive. We need Jesus to help us to see where we are. We need Jesus to help us to see where we're going. I mean, there have been points in my life when I thought Jesus gave me a, a clear di direction for the next three, four, five years. And there are other times in my life where it feels like Jesus is just illuminating a few feet in front of me. But regardless, I need Jesus to see where I'm going because otherwise I will often deceive myself. Uh, I remember the time, I don't know, the stories I could tell. Uh, we were in, in North Carolina in the States with one of my elders and with Karen, and we were driving back to St. Louis, which is uh, quite a drive. And, uh, and the elder and I were talking. Karen was sleeping in the back. Uh, after a, a long nap, she wakes up and says, Rod, where are we? And I said, well, we're, we're on this, high, this motorway going to St. Louis. He said, no, we're not. And sure enough, I looked, and there was a place where the motorways uh, separated, and one went this way, and the other went this way. And I had gotten on the one that went this way. you know. And so sometimes we think we're going this way, but we're actually going that way. We need Jesus to show us. We need Jesus to, to let us know. And also, if we're walking by the light of Jesus, if we're walking in relationship with Jesus as the light of the world, surrendered to him, he will help us not to stumble. He will show us the traps and the challenges that we face. 
Now, the key thing about natural light, unlike this light, when uh, everybody leaves from this light, uh, I can simply turn off some switches and it's gone. Uh, I can't do that with the sun. We cannot control natural light. When I go out, you know, I, I, cannot, I cannot walk out and say, well, sun, a little bit brighter, please, and a little bit more on that side. You know, it doesn't respond to us. All we can do is surrender to it. All we can do is respond in, to that natural light. The same is true of Jesus. We can't control Jesus as the light of the world. But we can respond to him by surrendering ourselves to him. And that's the only way to experience the benefits of knowing Jesus as the light of the world. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you so much that uh, you, you show us so much about Jesus through the word. And I thank you for John and, and his recollection about all these amazing...